And we're back. Welcome back to another episode of Banging and Clanging Sports. That is right. Welcome back. As always, Crossbones is here as man, a man whose arms could match the Hulk. Allegedly. Allegedly might be true. <laughs> and I am Blake Brenner, maybe second best arms. Maybe we could compete against Chris Helmsworth. And Resident Evil, the new game, The Village, is quite terrifying. I have been hearing some things about this Village game. It is quite unsettling. It is. You are fighting, well, you're basically fighting vampires and lichens, all kind of monsters, and you're trying to save your baby, and your wife gets murdered. <laughs> Resident Evil has come a long way uh, to, to make it to this point where... So is the village like a, is it, what what uh, what platform do you have it on? Do you have it on Xbox or do you have it on PS? Xbox. I was like, I wish I could play it on a PC, but Xbox is the only. I'm really good at Xbox. PC, I'm not really. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> how far you made it in so far? Um, I the the, the vampire. I call the vampire Hoochie, who's trying to kill me. The giant. <laughs> she she's basically like a freaking ten feet tall vampire woman. We're trying to hunt you through the whole thing, almost like how the last, not the last one, but the last one before that, where Mr. X is chasing you through the entire castle. And you got to deal with her vampire dollars who's trying to kill you. Right. And also Resident Evil, those are the movies with, uh, with Mila Jolovich, right? It is. And they have another one coming out, too, that's going to be based on the game. Wow. See, that's, that is longevity off of a game. That game has been around for a long time. And those movies have been around for long. I think I've seen all of them. I did too. Like the movies are all right. It's, it's hard to compare it to the game. That's yeah. like a big budget movie you're trying to do. All I remember is Raccoon City and the Umbrella Corporation. Those are my two two takeaways from from my my time of Resident Evil. And then so in the village is basically ba- based on I don't know the 1500s or where whenever vampires were in first existence. And the Umbrella Corporation, the symbols are everywhere. Yeah, they've been around that long. Do you know, do you, have you ever been out just out and about and just seen like an umbrella corporation, like sticker on like a car or like a, or something? I have not seen that yet in somebody's car or anything. There's somebody who used to come to the gym with a motorcycle who always used to have the, uh, like on the front fender, he have an umbrella corporation sticker. You know, how, how weird would that be if that umbrella corporation is actually real? <coughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. Let's hope we never get to that. Let's hope we never get to that where the Umbrella Corporation is weird, is real, and they're weird monsters and stuff. Yeah, we don't. And in the village, they kill. I get, I get married to a beautiful woman, and they murder her. <laughs> that is not the, not the ending you want. Speaking I, of having some, some, some endings that that nobody wants, we're going to get into some WWE wrestling this week. It's a huge week. Huge week in wrestling this week. So that's right. Which one you want? I call it the A show SmackDown or the B shows Raw. <laughs> we'll start out with the two big returns. Starting first with Eva Marie. Eva Marie, she's doing the whole "I'm so hot" gimmick now again. <laughs> yeah. So so Eva Marie has been gone for I don't even know how many years. She kind of just completely just bounced and just left under bad terms. Remember they were trying to get her that. She had actually, it was a pretty cool thing they were doing, like where she would come out and then be about to wrestle, and then something would happen, and then she wouldn't be able to wrestle, and then she would go back to the back. So you would never, you'd always get that huge tease of her coming out there and trying to do stuff, but she would never come through with it. Yeah, it's true, because, you know, her wrestling skill is not up to par with the other women. Maybe she's been training now hard, and maybe she's going to surprise a bunch of people, which I'm hoping. 
Yeah, yeah, I think she's been down at the Performance Center because uh, I see she's pretty tight with Parker Bordeaux now, so maybe that had a little bit to do with her getting her foot back in the door, perhaps. Uh-oh, that could be her bodyguard. Maybe, maybe. So she has, uh, so she has returned a little bit of a vignette, not so much. Uh, she's coming back definitely as a face. Maybe it looks. I don't know. It looks kind of heelish the way the entrance is. Okay, okay. But, but, so, she's gonna be babe face because she's gonna come in super good looking, and everybody's gonna cheer regardless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She does have. She still. She still has that going for her. She looks almost the uh, identical to when she left. Uh, five or six years ago, she was. Uh, you know, it, her her more or less. She's known more for the show, the Total Diva show, than anything else. Oh yeah, she's a reality girl. Like almost like she's like Bailey, barely, barely uh, kind of like Mandy Rose's uh, other twin. Now here's the, here's the one question I have about about Eva. Who is she gonna fight, or where where do you even go with with her when she gets there? What go what kind of Mandy per- Rose? Go against Mandy Rose. They were both on Total Divas. They were, and they were originally good friends with each other. So that'd be perfect for those two to go at it. Yeah. Where does that leave uh, Ruby Riot in this third wheel situation? Ruby, oh no, Dana Brooke. Mandy Rose is with Dana. <laughs> oh, Mandy Rose. That's right. That's right. She is with Dana Brooke. But yeah, that is true. I always get like I get them confused. There we go again. I had them. I had them going toe to toe in WrestleMania, and I finally got that, and I'm still getting them confused. <laughs> I know they're hard to keep up with because you know Mandy Rose, Liv Morgan, all of them. They're getting they getting tongue tied with the names. They look very similar. All right, so we get to our second big return, which was Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso. I, can, I now I can tell my Parker Jimmy will wear the the original Uso shirt and Jay will wear the uh, the right hand man shirt. So now I can tell my part. <laughs> I wonder how that right hand man shirt is selling. It probably is. Probably, probably anything Roman Reigns touches is gold. Yeah. He's probably doing pretty well. All right, so we have Jimmy returning after a long hiatus. Yep, ACL there, I think it was. And those are tough to come back from. Um, when he came back at Hell in the Cell, I thought he was, I thought he was close to returning, but that was like six months ago. So he was only six months into uh, into his rehab process, and he, so he, it, it took an additional six months for him to get back to the get back to the main roster. Yeah, he jumped in a little too early. Good thing he didn't do any big bumping, just get choked up by Roman. But you got to take that time off to let your knee recover. Yeah, and he, he came back, and, you know, they threw, they're throwing it right into a storyline um, with the family, with the head of the table uh, thing going on. So best storyline ever going on right now? Yeah, yeah. They, they really hit a home run with this, and they have to keep – I like how they keep stretching it. And they keep finding um, great opponents – for Roman, yeah, um, and they keep finding ways. I feel. I mean, Jay and, and uh, Jay, um, Jay is playing his part perfect. Oh yeah, I was even watching Wrestle Talk. They said that of all wrestling this week, that is the best storyline. You got character development, a story, emotion, everything, and Cesaro's character is getting built up too, looking strong. Yes, yeah, so this is where this is where Cesaro is meant to be. Let's go ahead and let's hop into. So SmackDown, right after these messages. Down. Retro SmackDown. Retro SmackDown. Uh, retro SmackDown. I'm not going to lie, I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> they definitely overreached the retro part, and this made it like, uh, 
they they had a couple of a uh, couple good cutscenes, and then they had uh, a couple good. You were expecting more. I think we were we, as fans, we were expecting more. Yeah, we were hoping like the original theme song would come out, the the giant fist, but we got a digitally added digital fist and. Clips that was never involved in SmackDown back in the early, early 90s when SmackDown only started in 99. Do you remember where you were August 26, 1999 when SmackDown debuted? 19, I think I was probably in the fifth grade. (laughs) (laughs) I I was in a college dorm room after football practice coming home and being so excited because this this is 1999. Our dorms didn't have cable. So there's no – we couldn't watch cable – I couldn't watch cable wrestling. Couldn't watch anything. Couldn't, the only wrestling that I ever watched when I was in my first year of, uh, of college was this um, – or my second – I guess that was my second year of college – was my uh, – was the Saturday morning WCW show that used to come uh-huh. on like regular TV. That's the only wrestling I got. And you know back then Saturday morning wrestling was not good. It would be like a superstar versus somebody you've never heard of. Yeah, it's like a main event plus a bunch of reruns. <laughs> yeah, so this was my first time in being on in a room, being able to watch wrestling. And also, you couldn't watch. I couldn't watch wrestling on the internet because there was no streaming service. There was no nothing. You could not watch anything. You can't watch. You couldn't watch anything. It just sounds like sounds like barbarian times where you could not go. The only way you can go on WWE.com did exist. But they, but the 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 technology didn't exist at the time to put whole matches up on <laughs> to put whole matches up on the website. Didn't exist. You've seen how I watched it in my room because before there was the, all these fancy TV stuff. Now I had the rabbit ears where I could get UPN. <laughs> That's right. It was on UPN, but it was on regular. That was that was that was the key to it. It was on regular TV, so it wasn't on cable. You could you could for the first time ever in that you could watch it on regular tv and, and it was just it was awesome because i was going to get to see all the superstars that i had i had not seen in since since starting college since i left my house that i could see them on tv now i know it's like how long was that wait for you anyway <laughs> but it was about no because i mean we left we left to go to school in september I mean, we left. We left in August. We left in August, like early August. So from August, from August first, my last day at home, up until August twenty sixth, I couldn't watch wrestling. Or August twenty sixth, I couldn't watch wrestling. So that was three weeks of Raw to a Ooh. to a night to an eighteen nineteen year old that which seems like an eternity that I had I hadn't watched any wrestling at all for three weeks. Nothing. It was just era too. <laughs> yeah, it was the best time. It was the best time. Um, so we get to, well, they, they went back and that main event was actually, it, it was crazy. So that August 26, 1999, that was, think, think about this. It was the rock versus triple H with Shawn Michaels as a special guest referee. Ah, uh, when Shawn stiff kicked the rock. <laughs> oh, he kicked, he kicked him very, very hard in the face. Very yep. hard in the face. That was a, uh. That you know, it was kind of a kind of a weird moment because Rock was still very much so on his way up, um, and Triple H was kind of holding down that that top spot. It was it was kind of like that three person rotation of Triple H, Stone Cold, and The Rock at the at the time. Yeah. So and and Rock had the most momentum. Everybody was pulling for Rock. Triple H was the top heel in the company. So it, it they SmackDown was the Rock show. 
It was. And Sean was trying to help out his buddy, say, I'm going to stop the rock and hurt him so my friend could get the big push. But yeah. that's what ended it. That what made Shawn Michaels and The Rock hate each other. Yeah, for for good reason. Yeah, because but there was no stopping. There was no stopping The Rock. He eventually overcame that. But I just remember that just watching that in the in the door room and just being like so so bummed that Rock lost that fight. Oh, me too. I remember. I remember like I found out they didn't like each other. I actually found out like recently, I woke up, like a couple years ago, they didn't like each other. If I went to that NXT thing last time in Florida. And Shawn Michaels took the last cookie. I should have took it from him that day. Yeah. You're not getting the last cookie, Sean. Yeah, you should have. You should have made that 100 percent, 100 percent clear that what he did was definitely not okay. So, yes, all right. right. So, so retro SmackDown. We go in. We get some new graphics. So we use the old songs. We're using the old WWE banners. And it starts with Jimmy. Jimmy. I mean, it starts with Roman and Paul and Jay in the ring. And they give a 10-bell salute to the but, end of the career, quote-unquote, of Daniel Bryant, maybe. Dan's going to Raw anyway. <laughs> Is that that's what's going to happen? Most likely. If he's banned from SmackDown, he's not banned from Raw. Unless he goes to NXT and wrestle, doing awesome matches down there. <laughs> he did have that one really good match with, uh, with your dude. Um, Cole? Yeah, he had that awesome match with Cole at a Survivor Series a couple years ago. At that the uh, yeah, at the um, it was like the it was like the raw before the the uh, Survivor Series. He had a knockdown drag out, awesome, and Adam Cole ended up beating Daniel Bryan. That's right, Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan. They had a freaking wrestling clinic, freaking. Even though Daniel Bryan left Ring of Honor when Adam Cole was coming in, so but that was like a classic match between those two. I would love to see that again. Yeah, we actually actually might get it too. Now, Roman Reigns also goes out there and cuts another amazing promo, talks about how um, he gave Dana Bryant what he wants. He gives the people what he wants. He gives his family what he wants. Dana Bryant didn't want to wrestle anymore for SmackDown, <laughs> so he sent him home or sent him wherever. Uh, Paul also, you know, Paul's doing a great job. What do you think of Paul's, uh, Paul's little speech? Oh, Paul cuts the best promos. He cut the best speech. I was, I was like, heck, if Paul run for president, I'll vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> As he could talk. <laughs> he can. He can. Paul does a great job of getting the uh, getting the message to the people. <laughs> can you imagine if he ran for president? He's he speeches. <laughs> oh no, no. He he would be okay. But I it, I think that Paul a lot of his script like he's he, he's a lot scripted. I don't know how he's probably good off his feet too. But man, people who do that stuff for a living, like like for a living, living. Who get coached on it daily? He he would get eaten alive. Oh man, I still would like if I want for I want him to be my advocate. I just let him do my talking. No. Like he's no, he's an excellent advocate. He he definitely is. I think Roman having to keep him having him around that show is something that that get that lends his character credibility, and also for Paul to be there keeps him very relevant to uh, to the viewers and to the. To the show, but That's yeah, right. but also you know bringing bringing him back and then then putting up the whole the whole USO the whole family now is there. That's right. Is it matter of time that Jimmy joins the uh, joins the freaking Roman Reigns group? It's a matter of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we have we have Cesaro coming out and interrupting. Now oh. Cesaro Cesaro needs he he he's awesome. Cesaro's doing a great job right now. 
Did you see what they did to him at the end of the show? They made him look super strong by taking down the entire tribe. By, by himself. That's right. He just went super sane and knocked them all down. I was like, oh, they're building him up perfectly now. Yeah, he – that was one of the best the best finishes. To, that, that, that reminded me of a retro raw finish where somebody comes down there, clears the ring, and just looks, looks like you said, super strong at the end of the match. That's right. And he beats Seth Rollins the same night. Yeah, and he beats Seth. Now, what's going on? Now, the cool part – the cool part about that, you know, when he interrupted it, Seth comes down and attacks uh, Cesaro. They still have their beef. He still hasn't let that go. Nope. And he, they had a good bat. That was the best match on the card that those two had. That, sh- that should have been the main event. Should have been. They- and then they had, like, the Usos come into fear. And Seth was like, I don't need you guys' help. I could do it myself. He pushed Jay down. Jimmy kicks him. And then Seth went backstage. It's like, Roman, your, your, your cousin's a cousin of problem here. Either you handle it or I handle it. <laughs> And Roman handled it, kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the closest we're gonna get to a to a to a Shield reunion right now. Oh yeah, because uh, Moxley or oh, Dean Ambrose is far away in a, the Forbidden Door. <laughs> I think you know. I kind of think the only person who could beat Roman Reigns is Seth Rollins. That is true. I said like like if I wouldn't mind seeing Cesaro win it, but if he Cesaro doesn't do it anytime soon, Seth is the next guy, believable guy, to do it. Yeah, yeah, but you, I, I don't know if uh, – I think Seth probably has – like a, he, he's having a lot of fun as like a heel right now, so I don't know if he, he wants to leave that. And you you don't have you, – you, I mean, Cesaro is really your, your biggest face, or right now with Brian gone, your only face. That's right. He's That's the number a, one baby face of this show. Yeah, which is, which is a weird spot for him to be in because, you know, he's never been in that spot before. No, not really. And this is what's it? Um, Cesaro said this is like his anniversary Raw throwback. He debuted yet the same like May was it yesterday or I think it was yesterday he was he debuted or something or something like that. I, oh, was it? I think he said no May sixteenth. I think he debuted, and then he said like it's all coming full circle. Well, now I get a title shot or something. He said. Yeah, but uh, like you were saying, the the Cesaro um, now Cesaro's beating beating uh, Seth Rollins twice. Yep, it's time to get rid of that rivalry. Yeah, that that's done. That's done. He's already proved he's better than better than Seth, which is something that you that you never, I never thought I'd be able to say. No, nope. and those two have the best matches because they they wrestled each other since Ring of Honor, so they, they, it's so it's so easy for them to wrestle each other. Now, the forgotten dude in this whole thing is Buddy Murphy. Ah, uh, Buddy Murphy, I forgot all about he existed. Everybody that's... has. Everybody has forgot about Buddy. Um, I don't know what his plans are or what, well, he's definitely not getting released because the releases have already happened and he's still there. So they definitely have at least something for him at yeah. some point. They gave Alice the black something, some kind of weird Gothic thing he's doing now. That is another person we got to talk about. So, so Alistair black has been off TV for a long time. Very long time. Oh yeah. 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 But, but I was going to say that and he's returned now. So, did, did have they said anything up for him, or do you think he's gonna go after? He's gonna go after if Cesaro doesn't come through and win this. Do you think he's gonna come after Roman? He could. He, he is reading some. He's doing some weird kind of scripture reading, telling stories right now. So there's no plan like when he's gonna actually appear and do something. People so would like to. People, yeah, people up. would like to see that though. I think that people would like to see Alistair versus uh, versus Roman. It is. It's new and it's fresh. We need something like that. Yes, we do. Speaking, 
Speaking of fresh, but maybe not new. Subway? We had had this huge... (laughs) Yeah, they actually had... That was another throwback they had. Uh, The the person who we shall not mention, uh, who used to be a a spokesperson for Subway... did some uh, did some WWE work at one time. He was uh, he was in the ring doing something. I think when they had a promotion with Subway. Subway used to uh, do a lot of stuff. Like they used to sponsor a lot of WWE pay per views. They haven't lately. Oh, yeah. um, because like every fast food restaurant or chain, they've taken a hit this past year. So but they, yeah, they have they things have. like SmackDown something something Rewind. Yeah. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. That was that was their thing. Um, and that came up this week because of the, the retroness. Now, so the Intercontinental Championship picture. So right now it looks like Big E, Apollo, and Sammy. That's right. Big E, Apollo, Sammy's in the mix. And they might throw Corbin in there because he was in the tag match. Yeah. And uh, who else was in the tag match? Uh, we had Otis. Otis. Yeah, Otis, the Street Profits. Gable. And Gable. Yeah, so it was a... It was a pretty big, but the big dude, the the big uh, Botan, uh, whatever, what uh, Apollo Cruz's Apollo Cruz's bodyguard didn't uh, wrestle. Guy who does the Umaga spike. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> wrestle. What the hell? What the heck? Why is he well, wrestling? I, I think just like he's doing like the uh, AJ's guy, just be the muscle. He's coming when he's needed. Yeah, Pop- but, uh, it's just Pop- it's, Pop- it's just Dabakato, Dabakato, Yabba Dabakato. <laughs> it just seems like it's too far. They're they're too far apart for. Um, I mean, he needs to. I guess. I guess we'll eventually see him do something. But yeah, those were those were big weird teams. It was a five on five, and yes, it is probably the most random, almost as random as Teddy Long coming back on SmackDown. Uh, Teddy Long doing his general manager thing. And he was the only, actually, only guy who came back for SmackDown. We're always going to pop huge for it's going to be a tag team match player. For forever that he says that, I am always going to watch it because, to wait for him to say that. That's one of my favorite things that he does. And the old show we did, I forgot what it was. It was some arena where we play like it's a Halloween thing. And I was the werewolf. And then I go with the werewolf called the Young Pups beat up the – the vampires, it's kind of weird, but Teddy came out and it's like, player, we're going to have ourselves a tag team match. And he did it to me. <laughs> I was like, you put me in a tag match. What the heck? Teddy is, Teddy in, will go down in, in history as the best SmackDown general manager of all time. Mm, that's right. There have been so many general managers. Yeah, over the years to the point where now they just get, they've just gotten, they've washed their hands of it. Oh, and also, Teddy also will forever be remembered for saying, tonight you will be going one-on-one with The Undertaker. I don't think if I was sitting at home and, like, I'm picking up that phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm retired. That's what, that's what yeah, they, they, had a, they had a moment there with him and Sammy. They did. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy was like, he's not here. He's like, oh. Then you're going to be in a tag team match player. Another tag match. A five-man tag match. A five random man tag match. And you get to see in those tag matches, you get to see a lot of uh, a lot of people who haven't gone toe to toe with each other. You get a lot of contrasting styles. Um, I don't. It's kind of weird to, to see because you don't know where they're going with it. There's a lot of moving parts to it. 
Um, do, do you, I mean, the Street Profits are obviously going for the tag match, tag titles against the Dirty Dogs still. But you know mm-hmm. what I do love? I love that the Usos are back together and they're going to be that they're going to be in the tag team picture again because that that is that is probably why the Dirty Dogs have been able to keep beating the Street Profits because Jay and Jimmy are coming for those titles. Oh, they're going to win it. They're going to hold. What is it? The whole tribe is going to have the belts. It's going to happen. Yeah, that is that is definitely going to happen, and that is something that that needs to be done. But it has to be done the right way, I guess. You you, you kind of have to build it, have them go out there and get some tag team. Now the SmackDown tag division is, is actually pretty strong. We saw it in that match. There are a lot of tag teams. There are. That's right. There's a lot of them down there. Otis, Gable, Street Profits, Bray, and his son, who's look look like she just got out of high school. <laughs> yeah, that Ray, that Ray and uh, Ray and Dolph Ziggler match was also interesting. Oh yeah, because you got the two perfect mix in there, Ray and Dolph. And Dolph posted a picture on Twitter of him and Bobby, and next to it is him and Triple A said, "Oh, good times or something." It's like you guys are not DX. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He wants to be Shawn Michaels so freaking badly. He does. He does. He it's kind of like his his birthright almost to be like he was supposed to be. That that that's another trope that Vince has. Vince Vince the way that he does things, the way that I I've noticed that he does things. Everybody is usually a clone of somebody that he's used before. Uh, that's at, right. at some point, um, there there's tons of tons of like like different instances where it's happened but Dolph is the obviously heir apparent to what Sean was doing they even use they both use a super kick they use they're they're similar bills they can do a lot of similar stuff they have the same hair so very very identical to each other his only Vince's only problem is like when he has somebody very unique that he doesn't know what to do with him I am also very proud that he didn't turn Roman Reigns into the rock and let Roman Reigns be his own character Oh, thank God he didn't do it. Yeah, Roman was his own character. He can. There's only one Rock, and there's not going to be another Rock. Yeah, but he. But that I, that was my only thing. It's like, oh no, he's going to, he's going to try to get him to to drop catchphrases and wear uh, Armani <laughs> Armani shirts, but and throw one liners at people. But thankfully, thankfully, uh, Roman was given the shield the shield uh, thing and was able to to build upon that with this character. I like Roman a lot, but he can't talk like his cousin. <laughs> no, no, they're two completely different people. They they are two completely different people. And I still uh, got to send a rock a Twitter message. That dude, does he still have those silk shirts he used to wear to SmackDown? Oh, you no, know? he he gave them all to Jerry, Jerry the King Lawler. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it was on the A&E special we had. <laughs> yeah, he gave them, he's given them all to donate it to Jerry the King. Thank, thankfully, he doesn't need them anymore. I was telling you, he just need to do a throwback picture. He's one of wearing one of those. <laughs> now, would he? Yeah, having him come to SmackDown, I'm, I'm get, well, he's obviously busy doing stuff. Um, would it have been nice for him to cut a little promo and say something? You know, of course it would have been, but not in the cards. That would have been a nice cherry on top of the Sunday that was yeah. SmackDown. They probably wasn't able to afford the Rock right now with all the stuff going on. <laughs> no, no. All right, so. We also had uh, Carmella, uh, so she's sticking. She's sticking around still. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think God, I want her to fight for the title so bad because I think that that she got a kind of like a raw deal in the Bianca Belair thing. I think she was kind of like the third wheel, and they were doing her and they were doing Bianca and Sasha kind of building to that. But they, also, 
Yeah, but but yeah, Carmella's great. She's great in the ring. She is, and then they they dropped the ball with her again. Now she's just floating. Now they they had her do that one gimmick that was working with Reginald and stuff, and then they dropped it, and now she's back to square one again. But Reginald has still taken off. He's got singles matches on uh, on SmackDown. That's right, and he had to go against Tamina, who is a very very powerful Samoan woman. You do not want to mess with them. Do you know what is also crazy about uh, about Tamina? She got a new song. She did? I thought it was the same song. I thought it was a different song. I had never heard that. Or maybe she's just been coming out to uh, to the uh, to to the Heart Foundation song for so long with uh, with Natty that I just didn't know it. Yeah, I think because it still comes up to like it, like it just one word says what 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 kind of thing, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the same one. <laughs> okay, well, that's new to me. All right, so yeah, so she came out there. And yeah, Tamita very strong, very powerful, um, and I'm glad to see that Tamita is getting some some. Uh, I, I I can't remember the last time I ever I saw her in a singles match, but even if it was against Reggie, I'm still fine with that. Oh yeah, she's gonna get a push soon because the crowd is pushing with Tamita. Like at WrestleMania, they had a Tamita chant. See, there there we go. Um, also, we have the uh we had bailey doing the doing the the rundown of the uh of the former women's champions that's SmackDown, right smackdown and raw i was hoping the female wrestler would come out there but another disappointment on that <laughs> yeah the, um probably the most the most notable of course was lita and trish yeah who who are hall of famers also and one yeah <laughs> also one you, you know who i'm talking about right uh, Ivory? Nope. They skipped one, and she should be in the Hall of Fame. Sable. Mickey. Oh, oh, Sable also. Sable and Sable. They're one of the biggest first. Probably like the first. I don't know. Main star, star to get from WWE to explode on the screen. Sable got a lot of eyes on the WWE. He did. Oh yes, that was my when I was in fifth. Was it third grade? I had a crush on her. Yeah, Sable. <laughs> Sable has been, you know, but she hasn't been. She hasn't been around. Is she in the Hall of Fame? I don't think so yet. She she retired from all wrestling. She, you know, you know, she's married to Brock Lesnar anyway. I I do I do know that. Yeah, she's a she's a super cougar because she's like she's like what like twenty like she's like fifteen years older than Brock probably maybe ten years older than Brock. Uh, yeah, she's like remember like ten maybe ten years older than Brock maybe yeah, a little older. Yes, God got him got scooped him scooped him up young. I don't yeah. know. I probably would marry Sable too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she was she was a big star. I mean, she was the biggest star. You remember who she came in with? Uh, what's his name? Mark Merrill, was it? Mark Merrill, who is Johnny B. Bad in That's WCW. Right. I met him too. <laughs> he, lives in, he lives in Atlanta. He does. Him and DDP hang out all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good dude. He's a, he's a good dude. He's an interesting interesting character. But no, he's a he 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 might be in the Hall of Fame. Not as soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So we have that rundown of all these these great wrestlers. This is just set up for Bailey to to attack Bianca Belair, and we're gonna get this match at WrestleMania Backlash. Oh yes, and Sasha's relaxing and enjoying her time off. Yeah, well-deserved. Well-deserved time off. She put over Bianca, and Bianca is going to take that title and run with it for as That's long right. as she can. All right, so that wraps up SmackDown. Anything else you want to throw in there on the SmackDown side? I think everything we covered um, lately. Oh, and by, by, and about uh, Yabba Kato, I actually met him too. 
<laughs> how is how is Mr. Kato? He's a, he's very nice and extremely tall. Yeah, he's a big dude. He's a giant. Like, yeah, I was like, that is the biggest human being I've ever seen, except for Kali. The great Kali still has him by height. Yeah, he he'll be. I mean, of course, he's gonna be Vince. Vince also. That's another thing. Vince makes his giants heels. Rarely does he have a giant be a good guy. Rarely, especially when yeah. they come in. Like if you come in a giant, you're going to be a bad guy. Oh yeah, you you're going to be a bad guy unless you're Andre. <laughs> yes, unless you're unless you're Andre. That's Andre, right. Andre holds a special special place in the heart of uh, of WWE Entertainment forever. That is right. And we have an, another giant return on Raw. AJ and, uh, and his giant actually def- actually defended the titles. Yeah, let's get to let's get to Raw. Uh, what did you think of that title defense? It was okay. I knew they were gonna. I knew AJ and they were gonna go over in the match. It's so funny though, because you know, because they worked around his um, what's his name, Thomas's um, you know, wrestling lacking a little bit. Yeah, and, he has a couple shortcomings because because he, not, he huh. Oh, because he's not a, he's not a, he's not a train, he's not a seasoned veteran. He's still learning the game, but you, you, they want to get him out there because you know that's the only way that you learn right now is to get out there. And if Vince likes you, you just go out there on the main roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that is that is true. I mean, a lot of those know- people, hmm? yeah, a lot of those people get main roster shots off the bat, and they don't have to do the. Don't have to go to to well. He was in NXT, I'm sure, for a little while. Yeah, just for a little bit till Vince saw him. Like, okay, I want this guy now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Vince Vince uh, associates certain certain things with financial gain, and oh, yeah. he associates Omos with financial gain. So of course, you want to cash in that lottery ticket the second you get it. So he was like, That's cash right. it in. That's right. And they worked around his NK because usually uh, AJ was taking the. Punishment of the match getting beat up. Usually, the heels do that to the baby face. So they switch roles when New Day's beating up AJ and wait for almost to get that big tag like a baby face and come in and save the day. And so they kind of switch roles on it. Yeah, <laughs> which which is interesting. You don't see that a lot, but that's I mean that's a, that is an awesome take. I don't think a lot of the people um, watching at home would understand the the psychology of that and, and how you can hide certain things of certain people by doing it that way. Yeah, because almost that's his what five moves of doom, and that's it. That's all he does. So Omos and AJ still don't have a name of their team, but they are still the tag team champions. Which is still weird for me to for them to be champions. It is, it is, it is. But we do have a tag team on the horizon that I think ah. might give them a run. And that Bag- is <laughs> the You'll take maybe, a month. I'll take AJ. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. But for right now, we have RK Bro. RK Bro. I mean, that tag team is actually growing because it's actually funny. You can see Matt Riddle's making almost making Randy laugh. I I would love to be in the meeting when they pitch this to Randy. Randy was like, oh, cool. I kind of like the kid now. That's what Randy probably said. <laughs> <laughs> Randy has been Randy has been there a long time. Oh yeah. Randy been there for so long. He just goes with it some of the most of the time. He's like, "Well, I did everything. There's nothing for me. Let's do a tag team." But you know what? You know what is cool about about Randy and and I think how they've uh, how they've taken his character. Like he has never had to do anything stupid. Like a lot of those characters have to do like stupid things. Oh, yeah, <laughs> over, Randy, I do it over the over the years. You know, I mean, Kurt Angle was sitting there drinking milk in a cowboy hat, doing all this dumb stuff. 
I mean, they had him do that. I mean, they they had they had they've had Stone Cold do things that that I was like, oh no, that doesn't seem like a Stone Cold thing. Or or like Rock when he first got there, he was Prince Rocky Maivia. I'm not sure if he wanted to do that, but he was. Uh, he, Randy, he didn't do one thing that was kind of dumb. Do you remember a, a long time when he first blew out his shoulder? He did like the Randy Orton report where he talks about my shoulders like 85 percent healed. Oh yeah, <laughs> the Orton. <laughs> The order report. Yes, yes, he did. He did. He yeah. did. But but still, that that was like like I don't. Is that was that really Randy Orton back then? Is that he wasn't. I I consider Randy. Randy became Randy when he joined um, Evolution. I say like yeah. He he said coming into his own. I think when he became Randy Orton when the song "Voices in My Head" came out. That's yeah. when he became Randy. That's when he ascended. <laughs> that that was a very good, uh, very good. That's that's another thing. You always know that the character is going to be good when they have a great song. Oh yeah, the voice of my head song was freaking awesome. <laughs> that that was a good song. But they, but you know what? They're they're a good t- tag team. You know what? The first thing they already mentioned, they mentioned the streak. They were like, they're on a win streak. They're on a win streak. And that and the second they said that, I was like, all right, they're going to run this for a while. That's right. I like how Matt, Randy gets mad when he gets the tomatoes thrown at him. And Matt really just came out of nowhere like, hey, Randy. And it just cools down the mood. <laughs> so so they, they're, they're going to build this for a while. And I think that eventually they're, they're going to go in and take on uh, Omos and AJ and possibly get, get that win. I don't think it's going to be any. I think it might possibly happen at SummerSlam. Um and then you know we'll see where it goes from there. But I, I'm I'm enjoying RKO RK Bro and the scooter and the flip flop flipping and the, uh, <laughs> the, the the surprise tags. It's been good. That's right. It's been good. I see them with probably future tag team champions if they keep the you know if the storyline they keep it good. And freaking right. Riker and Elias could be a great tag team. They're both freaking jack dudes that could do good. That could actually wrestle. Yeah, they are. They are. And, you know, it's kind of one of these things I don't know. I, I think they put them in a, a, a difficult spot, you know, because they did. They lost to the New Day, but mm-hmm. they've had but they've had great matches. They did. Only person that I wish they would bring up now, he's a, he was a main event. Uh, and, and then he was he got two guys, two big guys in the faction was Jinder Mahal. He teamed up with two giant Indian guys. Yeah, I did hear about that. I have not seen them yet. Uh, I actually met them when I went to Florida. They're big goods and super nice. <laughs> so they are they are going to be a, a team with gender. They haven't introduced them to Raw or SmackDown yet, but they're they're kind of putting the, the feelers out there to get them to work together, and then they're going to show up and and go after somebody. We're gonna we're gonna see who they're going to go after. But I do love factions. I think that factions help build they build characters and they build story. And they elevate people, so it's good to have a good faction. That's right. I'm still waiting that Jinder Mahal and Drew McIntyre match that they scrapped a while back. <laughs> well, maybe that's where it's maybe that's where it's going. Um, maybe he maybe they cost Bobby the. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about maybe they cost Bobby or maybe they interfere interfere with this three man uh, match that we the triple threat title match, and that's how we get into the feud with Drew. I mean with uh with Drew and Jinder. Uh, Return. That'd, that'd be awesome to have that. Three MB. The three MB missing just one person. <laughs> so we also had we had Bobby versus Braun. We all knew that Bobby was gonna win. It, it's 
Braun is Braun is Braun is definitely going to take the pen. No matter what happens, who wins between Drew and Bobby, Braun's getting pinned. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Braun is going to get pinned. He is not going to beat Bobby Lashley. No, and you know I feel Braun. I think is going to have to go through and reinvent his character again um, because it's just not he. He's hit his ceiling on what he could do. That's right, because uh, Braun is like you know he's still like their big monster because you don't have Big Show and anybody in there. Yeah. It's, there's still a little untapped potential that they could use for him yeah. in the title. He definitely fills a role. He definitely has a role in that in that company. Um, yeah, he's the monster. <laughs> but to break through, but to break through that that next level, he's got to find something. But I, but you know what, I, I enjoy his matches. I enjoy what he can do. He's a, he brings that extra spectacle to it. But him being in this uh, this three way match is is just so he can take the pin from either Drew or Bobby. Period. Yeah, he's not going to be in the main title. Drew and Bobby finish their you know feud eventually. <laughs> All right. Speak. I was going to say we were talking about cool music and how you know when a when a cool when a person when a wrestler gets a cool song that you know they're going to be on top or they're going to have some success. Sheamus's mm-hmm. first song when he first came into WWE. Ah, written in your face. Yeah, that was a great song. That was a banger. That it was, was a, a playlist. And uh, Sheamus, Sheamus right now is our, our U.S. champion. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I, he, he's fight, He's kind of feuding with Garza. And he's kind of feuding with – there isn't like a clear path for him or who he's going to fight right now. Uh, he's just fighting, beating people up. That's all he's doing. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like an evil take on John Cena's U.S. title um, open that John was doing when he was there la- uh, when he was the U.S. champion last. Yeah, he's just the heel version. He's played the classic. What is it, Irishman or uh, I think he's Irish. Yeah, he's Irishman, classic Irishman bar fighter. <laughs> he was a young. Cha- I mean, overall, when he won the world championship, he was pretty young. He oh yeah, he was young. Yeah, it's hard to believe that he's been there for as long as he has, but he's been there a long time. Oh, yeah. He's killing it there. He's making good paychecks. Yeah, I would stay too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and he's he's holding titles, so he's still winning titles. He's still relevant. So he is uh, he's right there. Ew, and let's talk about finally on SmackDown. What is going on with Rhea Ripley? That's on Raw, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> yeah, I mean Raw. What's going on with Rhea Ripley on Raw? I'm guessing she's heel again or baby face. I'm very confused of what they're doing to her. <laughs> she took out. She's going to beat up Charlotte, which is, is – and Charlotte's annoying enough. Then she, she hit Asuka. I was like, okay, I was like, uh, first she was in a heel tag team last week. Now she's in the middle. Is she, is she, is she like the in-betweener who's heel and baby face? Like, I don't Do know, know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We, we're just going to have to sit back every single week. And uh, try to figure out where that's going. But she is definitely fighting Asuka at WrestleMania. I mean, WrestleMania Backlash. So we're going to see where Charlotte that goes. Triple threat match. Oh, they put Charlotte in there. They did throw Charlotte in there. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be boring to have her there. <laughs> Anything but, but Charlotte. Well, you got to get the eyes. You got to get the eyes. And Charlotte will always. Charlotte is the, out of those three, Charlotte's the biggest star. Ugh. Yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think that. Um, that I mean, Oscar. Of course, you know she she does well. Rhea Ripley's pretty new, but I mean, Charlotte is the brand. Charlotte is Becky Lynch come back. <laughs> Charlotte is raw, yeah. But without without Becky, I mean, the she's the biggest. She's the biggest name out there, and and for that women's title, 
you got to have that in there. That's a mar- That's so- another marquee. I just can't get myself to watch a Charlotte Flair match. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I can never get myself to, to watch it. <laughs> yeah, she has a she definitely has a uh, a move set. So so you feel about Charlotte how how my friend Meggie feels about Natty. When Natty comes on, she changes the channel all, as well. Oh yeah, I still enjoy Natty's matches because she I don't know, she's uh, I don't know. I just like enjoy her matches, not because I had a crush on her a while back. But I just enjoy her matches. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is the same way. It's like I just get her promos are not that good. Her wrestling's okay. Like I could, like if she would have went to Japan and tried to do that with those girls, those girls would have worked her really hard in the ring. <laughs> Charlotte's promos are downright evil. And they to me they get so whiny. I just yeah. can't, can't watch it. it. It's feel like one of my ex girlfriends yet uh, complaining about complaining to me. It's like, oh, can you believe this girl at work wore this? <laughs> I also did I, the the way that she treated the referee um, a while back was pretty crazy. That was a that was an interesting thing. Uh, they don't really get the referees too much involved in storylines anymore. Um, but that was like a rare instance where they're like, ooh, yeah, she's 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 a little bit out of control over there. That Charlotte Flair. Uh, right, she, she, she's she's the whiny girl. Like, I don't get what I want. I'm going to throw a tantrum. <laughs> yeah, but she – well, she. I mean, in real life she did because she got Andrade released and no penalties at all. So she does – she does definitely know what she's doing from a business side of it. Yeah, but she's a good fiancé too. She helped her fiancé out. I get her. <laughs> that was a good – that was good. Good Good by him or good by her. All right, so we are done with this week in wrestling – and got, we will be. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. AEW had their blood and guts um, show, and they had the, the cage match with uh, the inner circle with his versus MJF's match. And I'm still looking at the controversy the fans are saying when Jericho got thrown off the cell and landed on the floor, and people like, "Oh, Jericho landed on padding," and I'm telling <laughs> the fans right now. He is fifty years old. He could do what he wants. What do what do people what do people expect? You want Jericho to die? Is yeah. that what you wanted? Jer- Jericho, Jericho is not Jer- Jericho is not pulling a shaming man by any stretch of the imagination. No, he's he's one of the greatest of all time. And he's like they're mad. He's like, he didn't take a big enough bump. Again, he's 50. I mean, <laughs> I mean are you mad that Hulk that, that, that Chris Hemsworth doesn't get really get hit with the hammers and that that Thanos wasn't actually trying to cut him open with a knife? It's a show. I know. It's, I know people got mad over that. I was like, man, leave Jericho alone. <laughs> it's a show. It was a good show, and it 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 was implied violence. It was. It's like if Jericho wants to land on, on a pad. Let him do it. He did enough already. <laughs> let let the young guys kill themselves if they want to. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They recover faster, and I still won't do that bump. No, <laughs> I no, land. Yeah, that they're coming back to uh, that, but I've I've heard I still have to watch, sit down and watch. I've seen that, I've seen Jericho when he fell off the cage, but all in all, I heard it was an amazing show, and it was on free, well not free, but it was on cable TV, um, and them giving us that was actually pretty cool because you know they don't have to, but that was a that's pretty hardcore hardcore match. That was it was a good blood and gut. They gave a one and one blood, and they had guts. Yeah, a lot of blood. Everybody bled. Britt Brit, Brit Baker bled. Everybody bleeds in the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's the name but... of the program, so they gave the people what they want. Uh, yeah, that's something something that, that sets them apart from WWE, and that show did a million a million uh, viewer rating. 
Which it, is, it was a match. Yeah, which is, I think was the highest. It was the highest number of eyes on a cable show for that night. It was. They basically put a pay-per-view thing on TV for people to watch without paying for pay-per-view. And it works, though, so they'll probably they'll probably go back to that. All right, so we also have uh, one more thing I want to get to before we get to the questions of the day. Oh, All right. right, so we have Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather, June 6th. Mayweather's going to kill him. If, if this is a real freaking fight and not a money grab, which I really hope is a real fight, where Mayweather freaking tear this guy in half already. Now this is this is one of these things where I mean we talk, cover reality sports and I, I think that this falls into reality reality sports because Jake Paul um, I, I I lump in, uh, YouTubers and, and Instagram people into reality TV personalities so him going toe to Floyd Mayweather Lo, Lo, Logan Paul hasn't lost a fight he's yeah beaten. Mayweather. <laughs> But also, Mayweather has never lost a fight, and he's been fighting real people his whole life. That's right. His fights are not fixed. Yeah. Except he, he does have one fixed fight. Which, oh, what, Mayweather? Yeah, he has one. Tiger. <laughs> uh, he, he fought the Big Show. Oh, wait, yeah, the Big Show fight. Yeah, that was WrestleMania. That's wrestling. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has not had a fixed boxing fight, to my knowledge. So Floyd Mayweather's last time we saw him in the ring was when he fought Conor McGregor. I think either two or three years ago, he played mm-hmm. with Conor. He played with Conor McGregor for for ten rounds and knocked. Then then had the ref stop the fight because Floyd was going going to knock him out anyway. Logan Paul, given that he is, I don't know. Logan Paul's like what, probably like twenty five, twenty six, somewhere around there. So yeah, he he's does, a kid. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he, I didn't realize he was that young. Man, so he. Yeah, so he's he's a little bitty. He's a he's a young kid, so he does have that going for him. But Floyd, hopefully, has been taking this semi seriously, semi seriously. If he's taking this semi seriously, he will knock Logan Paul out in the first round. Oh yeah, was that video they released with Paul and Mayweather legit? <laughs> I think so. If not, it was great marketing for the uh, great marketing for them. It was because it's kind of like different eras. Like Paul represents those kids nowadays who hide behind a keyboard or talk behind a keyboard or just have like a big mouth in general and may well come from like the generation of like you know where i was in the 90s and of course you were with like you want to talk like that you better back it up now yeah if like, you said it if you said it at eight o'clock we would be at your house at three fifteen asking you to say it again and if you said it again god bless you Oh yes, I'll be. I'm gonna like, like I'll meet you at the playground recess at twelve o'clock. I'm meeting you there. <laughs> but it doesn't work like that now. Now people just talk back and forth on the keyboard for years, and nothing ever happens. Yeah, because they eventually forget about it, and just you know, you can't. It's hard to find where they live all the time. <laughs> so Floyd, Floyd has uh, set this fight up. Um, it is going to be a huge payday for him and Logan Paul, regardless. I don't know. Um, I would imagine that Floyd's probably going to make more, but Logan's going to make at least a couple million dollars, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, but, but you know, it, it is one of these things where if Logan Paul does, the money would be in him getting a lucky shot and knocking out Floyd. I, I don't think Floyd's ego would allow that to happen. But from a money standpoint, that would make a ton more money in the second fight. 
It probably will. I don't think the Mayweather will let it happen, though. He's like, nope, you're not touching me. <laughs> it could have been worse. He could be fighting Tyson, where Tyson I'm going to knock you out in the first 10 seconds. Now, Tyson versus Logan Paul would also be very interesting. It won't last that long because Tyson's going to knock him out the first round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, we, have, we have this fight, too, that we'll be going back and forth with uh, for a while because we, we still have a little bit more than a month. Uh, and there will be more of them promoting this fight and just funny, just takes between these two. It's going to be interesting. So we're going to throw that in with the uh, our weekly, our weekly wrestling chat. That's right. And Mike Tyson's returning too to the ring too. Oh, is he? He's going against his, one of his arch rivals from back in the day. He's coming out of retirement too. I forgot his name. Darren. Not but Holyfield. Is it Holyfield? I think it's Holyfield. One oh his- no! Oh wow! That that's interesting. Yeah, they're coming out to fight one more time. Because I heard, uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but they said Tyson's bankrupt, but I don't believe that. No, no, he's making tons of money. He owns yeah. a couple. He owns a couple of uh, of marijuana ranches out in Nevada. Oh yeah, he's good. He's, he's making like four hundred thousand dollars a month. Oh, he's perfect. And I watch, and I watch the hot box where he smokes all that. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's doing fine. He's doing fine, and he's he's doing commercials. Mike Tyson right now is living his best life. He's not he's not living like he was when he was fighting when he was making whatever amounts of millions of dollars. But he's comfortable. He's living a comfortable life right now. Oh yeah, his brain matured somewhat, and now he's you know good doing good, and still waiting for Mike Tyson adventures with Pigeon and everybody to come out again. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Soon on uh, Cartoon Network. All right, so let's get to our questions of the day. All right, SmackDown had a um, reunion, kind of. Can you name some of the, uh, at least one of the old commercials that used to be like, like how they say, like, is it Rewind by Snickers. Can you, admit, can you name a commercial, an old one? Okay, so this one I took, uh, I, 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 I was watching it. I was watching SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vince McMahon in 1990-whatever had his own line of supplements called IcoPro. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I saw the commercial they had. That was before I... SmackDown, though. Yes, that, that was before SmackDown. That, that was like – I don't even know what that was on. And Early Lord, Lord Alfred Hayes was doing the introduction to it. I was like, wow, I, I remember this stuff. And I would love to get my hands on IcoPro so I could read the back of the ingredients to see what was in this stuff. Uh, I wonder what it is if it's Vince. Yeah, no, I wonder. I wonder what Vince was doing uh, with IcoPro at that time. Huh. I think we got some assumptions, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, of the old stuff, I would like to say. Uh, let's see. Oh, we talked a little bit about the subway, the subway rewind, the eat fresh thing. Um, but yeah, no, there was, there was, there was a ton. I just can't remember any off the top of my head. How about you? Uh, what is it? I remember lugs, the boots. Remember the oh, lugs? lugs. <laughs> I wonder what happened to those boots now. Lugs. And there was an energy drink, like the pre-work that Triple H was sponsoring. Stacker 2, feel the bees. Or oh, something. Stacker, bees. Stacker 2. Yeah, I used to drink, I, I used to get the fat burners from Stacker 2. They used to make just the fat burner capsules I used to take. I, I don't remember. I never took none of this. I remember the energy drink. Triple H just thinks like, feel the sting or something because there's bees chasing you and they're in the can and you drink the can. Yeah, Stacker 2. Stacker 2. Like, feel the buzz. And there was a Boombox commercial, I remember. I forgot the name of the Boombox, but it was the old Boombox commercial they had. I don't want to say Boost, but it's some kind of old 
boom bust from a throw over the head. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that, those were, yeah, those are classics, man. I, I, yeah, I remember the lugs and the stacker too. And yeah, now it's just all cell phone commercials, cell phone sponsorships with them. Yeah, cell phones and that's pretty much, oh, Snickers still is hanging in there. And Snickers, yes. Good old Snickers. All right, so next, next question. All right, fitness-related question. Would you prefer barbell or dumbbells? Ah, that is, I you know, dumbbells. I'm a big dumbbell person. I have been doing, I, I do them probably 80, 85% of my lifts are on dumbbells except for my leg stuff. But yeah, mm-hmm. just more muscle tissue activation, um, better, better control. And it's <laughs> more, uh, more mimics real life situations. Yeah, me too. I, I prefer dumbbells too. Like, uh, I feel like I have more control. Like the bar, I feel like if I do like an incline press, I'm like stuck in that position <laughs> for some reason. I just like prefer that like, like control movement I have with a dumbbell. Yeah, yeah. I have always been, I've always been more dumbbell than than barbell. I think once I got it, once I was able to bench three fifteen, I I just stopped. I stopped bench. I was like done. I was like that's what that's all I wanted to do. And then I then I switched to uh, then I switched to doing dumbbells. I was the same. Well, I think it was in high school or something. I hit three fifteen, like late, uh, almost at the end. I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't need to do this. Yeah, that was I was it. That was it. That was the goal. I wanted to get I wanted to get three places. But now I go in there and see E just warm up with four oh five, and I'm like, you know what? Well, he's a powerless. I probably should have stuck. I wish I would have gone for a little bit more. But 315 was like the pinnacle of like for us the bench press in yeah, high school. Yeah, day. back then, yeah, it was, it was. But once, you, once, yeah, once you got there, you're you're done. You're done. Oh yeah, I could see my. I remember going to lunch after after weight training class. Like, oh, guys, guess what I did? Eating my ham and cheese sandwiches, saying I benched 315. <laughs> but yeah, but now you go. But now you go into a gym like most gyms. Like Marietta Barbell excluded because there are, those are a lot of power lifters, but yeah, nobody's no nobody's putting more than like a like like a, a forty five and a twenty five one eighty five. They're not more many people benching more than that now. No, it's like like commercial gyms. They don't you don't see a lot of people bench heavy. You may see the you know three fifteen now because everybody does it now, but nowadays you don't see people like lift super heavy on benches no more. Yeah, when I was I was. I always joke when I first started, like uh, when I was going to Joan Buckhead and um, Sporting Club at Windy Hill. I mean, it, it was like everybody was like doing hundreds or above. Everybody was doing hundreds or above. Now it's rare that you ever see anybody pick up a hundred and bench or, or do incline or do shoulder press. It is so rare that you see it now. Yeah. Like I still enjoy pressing the hundred with the hundred pound dumbbells. Gotta be like keep that strength there. That's something. I like to be hit stronger. For me, I like to be stronger on dumbbells than a regular bar presses. This is something because I do. I still go to a couple of gyms. Like what if, if I'm out of town or if I'm or if I'm traveling or if I'm doing like some other if I'm like in some other area of town. Like I yeah. always I always walk into the to the gym and I'm I'm talking to the person about the the person who's trying to sell you the membership or the person who's trying to do your daily fee, I always ask what, how high the dumbbells go up to, and they always look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> I, was, I, was like, I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, for you, you need heavier dumbbells. <laughs> Only Mary the Barber could provide you that. <laughs> and then they go they go down there, it's like, oh, let me see. But yeah, most most gyms inside, the, especially inside the perimeter of Atlanta, don't go above 125. Yeah, and, and the classic question I remember, if I go every new semester in school, 
I get the question always asked if I'm sitting in classroom, how much do you bench? Yeah, I, I don't bench anymore, guys. Maybe back in the day, I don't and, know that. And here's the thing. Even if you quantify, like even if you tell people quantify, they don't understand. Like most people don't understand how much a certain weight is unless you actually hold that weight. Like you can tell them like one, 130, two, 220, whatever it is. You have no idea. All they know is is what they've heard or what what they they've seen it's not like it's not like anything that like you can tell them a number but they won't it won't register to them even even if you try to explain it exactly because you know like they like newbies to the, they're like the basic gym person they don't know all the you know te- was it how should put like tech behind it or yeah. skill they don't know that and i'm trying to be nicer i'm trying to be nicer to these kids i really am I'm really trying to be nicer to the kids in the gym. That is my one thing that that I'm trying to uh, that I'm trying to make myself do. Um, yeah. I'm trying. I'm doing my best. I I'm giving myself. I give myself a. I gave myself an eight this week. I was an eight on the nice scale to the kids at the gym. So I'm working on it. There you go. Half the time they think you're Bobby Lashley, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. They they make it they make it very difficult for me though. But I'm I'm giving it I'm giving it all I can. <laughs> and like what is it like and now last fitness question if you could uh, go uh, after a workout i'm hungry <gasps> i didn't have any meal prep where's a great place to go eat for like for somebody that would know place is a good place to eat i talked to me when me and kiko from uh kiko from titan games worked out uh last uh couple weeks ago a second we were done i was like you got to go to this place it's called gusto's it's right down the road from the gym I, I gave I was like tzatziki, lemon artichoke, half and half, double chicken. Send him the text. I was like, that's what you eat after you're done. Gusto's is my go-to place. Is my favorite meal to go to after I'm done working out. That's so funny. I never heard of Gusto's. <laughs> oh yeah, it's owned by it's owned by uh, this dude. He used to play for he used to play for Georgia. He's an NFL quarterback also. But yeah, there there are only like a handful of them. There was like there's one right down the street from Chambly, and there's one in Buckhead, and then there's one way out in Alpharetta, and those are the only three that I know of. That I need to check out now. Now it is a place I have to look at now. Oh yeah, there that is my that is my favorite, and that's where I sent I sent uh, Kiko right after right after we we're done with that uh, with the thousand rep workout. I was like, you need to recharge. Go there, get that, eat that. You'll be good to go. Uh, I remember we, when we did our legs together, we were looking for the fresh fit meal place to go get something to eat. Oh yeah, that's that's also pretty good. I heard. I heard. Oh yeah, that's only one by me. It's like it's kind of close to the, the you know my house, but it's like it's it's one kind of by me. Uh, <laughs> it's a quick last minute, and there's always like people who don't know those places. Chipotle is not bad either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chipotle is not bad, not bad at all. That's something that everybody knows where where that is. It, there's always a local Chipotle somewhere where people yeah, can find it. <laughs> they are they are everywhere. They are everywhere. That is right. And last one of the night. Machines or free weights? <laughs> oh, I gave up on machines. I stopped machines. I stopped machines after I did Titan games. That was that was the last time I ever did machines. Oh, I had uh, nightmares. Yeah, main reason is because I I learned uh, the one thing about doing machines versus doing actual weights. Um, it 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 took away. It it makes you a less. It makes your athletic ability actually go down. It does. Because it teases your body to move, to not have to stabilize itself and just push the weight from from one area 
and mm-hmm. not not recruit your core, not recruit the rest of your body. So it actually is counterproductive to athletics. That's right. I actually noticed that too when I coming back from injuries. I got injured more doing machine stuff than you know could try to use my body in free weights. Yeah. So there's that there's that long line of machines and crunch that 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 are plate loaded. I haven't used I haven't used any of those since we finished Titan Games last February. Not one time. Only machine you see, well, I still, it's not really a machine because you put free weight plates on them as a leg press. That's Oh, yeah, you- that's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, leg press, <laughs> leg press, hack squad, all leg stuff. My upper body stuff, try to try to stay away from machines and use use dumbbells or uh, some type of free weight. That's right. Free weights always trumps everything. It's more re- realistic kind of lifting you're doing. Yes. Have you had anybody ask you this week about becoming Chris Hemsworth? Uh, yeah, I did not, but my client is asking me what if I when I ever get famous still, can I introduce her, introduce her to him? <laughs> I, was, I was like, okay, when I if I ever become an Avenger, I will totally do. I have one that likes Chris Hemsworth, other one Chris Evans. <laughs> well, Chris Chris Hemsworth will be back here shortly. He's working on a he's got a project that he has back in Atlanta. I think probably midsummer, late late summer. So he'll be here. Oh yeah, he's coming here to film the. Everybody knows it's going to come here. What's, what's happening? But it's a famous, what we're talking about kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he will be, he will be, be, he will be down here for that. And I was going to say, also, have uh, has Dakota Kai gotten back to you in the DMs? Not yet. She hasn't even um, um answered my messages yet. I think she's probably still playing on a new drum set and. I think she's still playing Resident Evil Village right now. There we go. She was just on Up, Up, Down, Down. Was she playing Resident Evil? Uh, she was She was promoting her – she's doing her own thing called Pup, Pup, Down, Down. So she's Pup, promoting, Pup, Down, Down. Yeah, so she's promoting that right now. Oh, okay. I hope she has those Resident Evil videos coming up because I need, I need, a, I need some um, cheats to go through some certain levels. Yes. <laughs> so she is definitely – she is definitely going to uh, – Going to to provide some new uh, new material for that. Uh, I can't wait to see that Dakota Kai. One day we will meet again. And <laughs> any news on your OnlyFans? My OnlyFans, <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> they're doing quite well now. You know, my OnlyFans are doing great. You know, I go by a different name on Only OnlyFans. Just look for Luscious Lavender, and you find. <laughs> OnlyFans is going to be the downfall of society. Oh yeah, it is. It's already starting. <laughs> this, this is this is ridiculous. People don't have to work for a living. They're going to do an online fans. I account. know, but it's such it's such short lived. It is so short lived to be able to to do that and just. I mean, it's it is like um, it is a short term money grab that will ruin the rest of your ability to go out there and do any other type of work for the rest of your life. Oh yeah, I re- I knew a couple girls that I talked to there. I was like, you know, what do you what do you guys do for work? They're like, oh, we do. We were trying to be Instagram famous and do online OnlyFans. I'm like, wow, I'm never talking to you guys again. <laughs> there is a great documentary on uh, on HBO Max. It's called Fake Famous. Ah, oh, I gotta check that out. Fake yes, fa- Fake Famous. Watch it. It is really good. Where they take three normal people. And they build up their social media accounts. Oh my god, that's what people are trying to do in real life. They don't want a normal job; they want to be 
social media famous. I know that it's, it's depressing. It is, it is because that, that is not. So what they do not, not to ruin it too much, but it has to do a lot with uh, buying bots that act like followers. I heard about that. Yes. I, yeah. It happened to me. It happened to me a few times. When I see like random people. I was like, I don't know who this person is. <laughs> yeah. And they're all trying to get you to buy, but the people who make the bots are making like a million dollars a month selling these bots. That is true. I know a friend of mine, he uh, bought some followers. So I was like, okay. (laughs) What kind of person does that? What kind of person buys followers? I have no idea. I told somebody, got somebody and he paid the money and he got him a bunch of followers. And it's like, oh, he's going to grow my business. So many followers. No, it doesn't work like that. I was like, no. I was like, damn, he's going to get me this. You got to do it too. It was like, I was like, dude, I wasted my money already. Don't, I'm not doing no more stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason to do that. It's not. It's not. And, and they're fake. It's, 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 he's buying bots that, that, inter, that, are, that are pretty good. You know, the weird thing is their artificial intelligence is actually really good. See, they're well, like for, it's cyberpunk. It's like the show, video game cyberpunk. Yes. All right, so let's get into our Instagram that is actually real followers, hopefully. All right, real people. Quote-unquote, allegedly. Allegedly, I really hope they're real people. I hope they're real people, too. Hey, you got me a paranoid. (laughs) All right, so let's see, who do we have? Uh, We have Tall Tail Pod. All right, fellow podcaster. Uh, Tony Lee BB and David Huck. All right, well, David Huck. All right, well, welcome, David Huck. Awesome guy. Just Real 20. Just Real 20, welcome. No Limit Fitness Jersey. Journey. No. Oh, awesome. Fitness. Um, and Pro Wrestling Belt Mark and Rage Cage Gym. Those are our Instagram new new followers to the to the show. Thank you all for for joining us on our journey on our podcast, we have a lot of fun bringing it to you each and every week, and hopefully that's, we'll hopefully we'll get a couple more to you this week. That's right. Hey, who knows? Maybe we could get super famous and don't have to work for a living on this. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. <laughs> be, but the only problem with that this this is this is this is by far the most the worst part about that. The, your whole life is contingent upon people liking you. That's right. Look at these YouTube streamers. They they obligated to put a, a a video out every day, or they're not gonna get paid. <laughs> and and I, I said I hope I hope you enjoy this podcast and um, are able to take some of the stuff that we can t- talk about and maybe help you understand the way that that wrestling, sports entertainment, reality sports, and and all that. I hope we can help you do that. But. I, I, I couldn't do this if, if my sole purpose in, li- in life was to make the people who listen to us like us, I would go insane. Oh, yeah. There's a few people, you know, people got their own, you know, listening ears. They don't, some people don't want to listen to wrestling. That's fine. Yeah, because yeah, I'm, giving, I'm giving you my opinion of, of what I think of what I've seen in my knowledge and maybe you like it, maybe you don't. Now, we could do a podcast where we agree with everything and just try to force people to, to go down the path of, hey, you know, like us and do all our stuff. But I, I'd much rather prefer that you like it for the content 
and that you like it from what we say. And sometimes you agree. That's great. And then sometimes you disagree, which is also great. And that's part about living in freedom. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. Which is yeah. good at that. <laughs> but we're not gonna we're not gonna fake it for you. We're we're going to be we're gonna be exactly who we are each and every single time you listen to us. And uh we're gonna talk bad about Jake Paul every single That's time. Right. That's right. Have him come to Deep South Wrestling and I'll freaking put the boots to him. There you go. There you go. He can fly there in his jet though. He can fly down to Jeep. <laughs> Oh, oh, I put his jet on the line and his money. <laughs> He'll fly down there to Deep South, take his beating, and then hop on his plane back to Beverly Hills through his uh, mansion. Uh, the stipulation is if he loses, he owes me $5 million. He, he, but you know what the weird part is? $5 million isn't any, any type of money to Jake Paul. I don't care. That would set me up for life <laughs> right now. I don't care. <laughs> he's, he's probably got $5 million in his, in, on his debit card. Oh, perfect. You get after I beat me, give me that and I'm tired. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, this has been Clang. Well, also, let's take, let's take that back. All right. So Clang and Bang, we also did it. We have a new episode on uh, on YouTube that we shot a couple days ago. Go check that out. This is Banging and Clang in the podcast. Like, subscribe, and uh, check us out. Check out the old episodes. Um, oh, well, oh, also, uh, congratulations to uh, – Young Rock, which has a phenomenal first season. What do you think of the first season of Young Rock? Oh, great season. I can't wait till the second one. It left a good cliffhanger. It's like, where are we going to go from here, from the Canadian League? Yeah, most people don't know. I was having to explain to uh, explain to uh, Mary that she didn't know that Rock played college football. I know. That's it. Like, you know, a lot of people don't follow the Rock's career just outside of the movie, outside movies, but... He played football, guys. He wanted to be an NFL yeah. player, but didn't yeah, he, was re- he was actually pretty good. He was actually pretty good in uh, in college. I remember, um, I remember those Miami teams in that 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 time in the early nineties were 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 just coming into their own. Um, of course, you know that that is when Miami was on the way up. Miami oh, yeah. by the by the time they got to 96, 97, 98, 99, Miami was the team. They were they were like the most they were they are the equivalent in the in the 90s of what Alabama is right now. Yep, that's when they were in the pinnacle with all the great players. And Rock sacking Charlie Ward. Charlie Ward was a Heisman winning trophy back, Heisman winning quarterback of uh, of Florida State um, on their on their national championship team in '93. And Rock Rock got a sack on him, which is which is pretty cool because he Charlie Ward was the truth. Charlie Ward was Michael Vick before Michael Vick. Wow, that's the wrestling. That's the football knowledge coming from Crossbones here. Yeah, I used to <laughs> I used to be like, man, if I can get out there and I can catch Charlie Ward, I'd, I'd be able to I'd be able to make it. But Charlie Charlie never played. Uh, he never played um, a down of professional football, not one. He went in, he went in, he was, uh, he was good at basketball too. And he went into the NBA and he played for the New York Knicks for, for a long time. I did not even know that. Yeah. He was Heisman winning trophy quarterback who never played in the NFL. Wow. Went on to play another professional sport. Jeez. That's why everybody, you got football questions. Cross wants the guy to answer them. And, and rock and rock put him on his back. On a uh, on a on a went right at the middle and drove him down to the ground. Yeah, so yeah, she didn't know that that um, the Rock played uh, was really good at college football. Was a four year 
was a four-year player and uh, had a had a pretty good career. He did, and still surprised to this day he didn't get drafted. <laughs> yeah, oh, but like I said, it's it's hard. It, it is super super, especially back then, where you know um, there weren't as many eyes on on college football as there are now so mm-hmm. you know now they find like a lot of rock if, if he had played now he would have definitely got drafted somewhere just because of the way that scouting is more in depth now versus yeah. what it was in the early 90s also the fact that rock was actually a trainer for a little while as you saw on the last episode of uh a project rock he I mean, was he was of, a trained uh, his dad <laughs> yeah he was a he was a trainer at whatever gym that was in tampa for for at least a couple months before uh before he went to canada which is crazy and he tried to make himself look good by trying to train his dad he's like don't worry y'all sir we're gonna get you in best shape and his dad was yeah. like all right that's enough of this <laughs> yeah good so he's he's had he's had a lot of different uh different career paths but that was a great show and i'm glad they're getting a season two and i'm very much looking forward to that so I can't wait, and I can't wait to the casting calls for this. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So take it home, Beretta. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Bang and Clang Sports Podcast, and also check out the Clang and Bang YouTube site. As Crossbone said, like and subscribe there. You can put voices and faces. You can see all the pretty faces, so you can know who who's talking to you. And also check out Banff Hammer Crossbone Spelling. B A M F Hammer dot com. That's right. Go get yourself a, a bad hammer. They're in twenties, thirties, and forties. Maybe one day at sixty. <laughs> I use I use one today about my, my leg day workout. It's fantastic. That is right, and I use mine because well, I use it because I mooch over crossbones all the time <laughs> when we do when we used to have hammer. Mooch over him. They're a great piece of equipment. Don't forget to get yours one. And also, don't forget to get Resident Evil Village. They're awesome too. And Deep South Wrestling's third show is going to be out on Monday. DeepSouthWrestling.com. And also check out Deep South Wrestling on Instagram, too. You can see, you know, fellow Bang and Clang podcast man, Blake Beretta, on there, too. <laughs> there you go. Deep South Wrestling. We're going to post uh, more on the Instagram page. So go check it out. That is right. And and the next show, I think it's May 16th, if I'm not mistaken, probably. Got to make sure before my birthday is going to be another show. And the same night as Backlash. <laughs> there we go. That's right. And as always... I am Blake Beretta, second biggest arms, next to Crossbones, who has the largest arms in all of America. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, but it might be true. And we are banging and clanging sports. And we'll catch you on the next exciting episode of the Banging Clanging Sports Podcast. <gasps> Goodbye.